Hello and welcome to the Flat Chat Podcast. Today, Australia and New Zealand put aside their rivalry as we bring in an official figurehead of New Zealand to talk about his company and media operation, Hazard Media, and one of the team managers of New Zealand Sim Racing, Harry Edwards. This is the Eight Stops. The Flat Chat Podcast, V8 Scott Tradition. The Flat Chat Podcast, V8 Scott Tradition. 2019! But for now, we're going to talk about last night. Uh, JC, mate, one of the biggest races of the year, round one, four scops at Montreal. We saw some damn exciting action last night. Yeah, hey, Chris. Yeah, it was, it was, how good was it? It was so relieving to get the first, uh, round out of the way i'm sure that the broadcasters felt the same and none other than the drivers would have felt that uh pressure i reckon last night there was a few kind of i don't know it was was pretty tense at times but um how good was the safety car and all that kind of stuff it was it was really good for the series but i'll tell you what i'm definitely a fan of that format um i know that um, i was in the second split race so i know it worked very well there in the second split um Top split, there was a little bit of, uh, I suppose, growing pains, we'll call it, um, where a couple of people, I'm not sure if they were on the wrong channel or whatever, but didn't really receive the message that um, they were, that, that there was a safety car, which caused a little bit of havoc. But yeah, look, I'm definitely a big fan. We spoke to a few of the people involved in some of those incidents um, later uh, later yesterday, and um, they said that, look, yep, growing, growing pains, but they're definitely a big fan of the format. Yeah, the format was um, great. I mean, specifically the safety car thing. I think that obviously there were issues. And look, uh, guys, we're going to cover this off in our next video feature for the Scop series. Um, this podcast tonight with Harry from New Zealand Sim Racing is going to be something that we want to do every week. Not necessarily Harry, Harry every week, although that would be great, but um, just <laughs> a, a podcast that's um, dedicated to just racing in general. Um, the Scops thing is such an important thing for us and it's such a build-up with the with the video stuff we've been doing, Chris. But um, I'm I'm glad we can just sit down and kind of lay back and relax uh, and just have a chat with Harry tonight. But yeah, like the video stuff that we're going to put out is going to cover way more in detail what happened at the Scops event. Yeah, but um, I'm still, yeah I'm really happy with how it went with the safety car specifically and Phil Cell winning in an ERT car. You know, I think um, what a surprise. <laughs> Yeah, not really. I mean, oh, congratulations as well to Jared Philsell, who today wrapped up his um, uh, position in the World Championship in the Porsche Cup Series. Um, really looking forward yeah. to seeing how he, he said he's going to give it a big lob, and we're hoping he does no nothing less. Hundred so. percent. Yeah, good on yeah. good on you, Jared. That's great, mate. And we'll all be watching that for sure. Yeah, so he got his first win. Look, I just want to make a real special comment for a couple of the drivers, probably um, people that I uh, thought. Did really well. The winner of the split two race, uh, Ryan O'Sullivan for ERT, he finished, I think it was 12th in top split. So he showed that he definitely deserved his spot in that uh, top split and deserved his race in, in split two. Yeah, mate. How good was that? ERT it was just on the board with everything yesterday, weren't they? I mean, there was just ERT cars everywhere, every split. Um, Ryan. Yeah, they went one, two as well. Ian Ford, second place. Yeah, that was really unexpected. But um, I got, got to say, though, driver of the race again. Speaking about ERT, to me was Egg. Uh, sorry, oh, yeah. e- sorry, Ethan, Ethan Griggold. I know that he doesn't <laughs> like to be referred to as Egg. But um, yeah, how good was that? ERT just wiped him clean for both splits. And Ryan, not only did he win that second split race, but he came through the field and got a really good position in the main game as well, which is super impressive. Not that I haven't heard of him. I know Ryan's name for sure, but he's definitely not one of your kind of standout ERT drivers. 
pre last night's race, but now look out, you know. You're going to have to do a lot of work to beat um, some of these second split guys, Kessie. I know that you had high <laughs> hopes, mate. mate, but uh, yeah. Well, that wasn't as good man. as I That's thought. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, look, it wasn't that good, but, you know, <laughs> stuff happens and it's only round one. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how – I mean, I was I was kind of – I was really happy that um, I got the chance to see round one um, broadcaster because it was, number one, a really awesome broadcaster, some really good highlights and promotional videos I had going as well, um, which is, you know, obviously – it's apparently just the start. Jay posted up that um, there's more to come. So, <laughs> that's um, – there's there's definitely more, more to come. I just want to touch on one more driver who I thought was really, really good for a lot of the race. Unfortunately, didn't come, didn't finish the way he wanted to, but uh, Brett Loxton. I haven't seen someone take it to Brett Lo- uh, to uh, Jared Philsell uh, like he did uh, for a lot of that race um, at the beginning of the race. And um, yeah, hats off to Brett Loxton. He was one of the most improved drivers last year and, you know, he did an awesome job for Zuva Racing last night. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, seriously, what a what a drive from Brett! That was absolutely amazing. Um, Jared wasn't exactly lacking in pace or anything. It's not like he was slowing up or anything. I mean, I do know that Jared drives in a certain way to you know either conserve fuel tires if he's in the lead. But um, I don't think that Brett's charge and um, his his chase down of Jared was any um, you know it was just Brett was absolutely on fire. I think that's what what the case. You know, he's just. His pace and momentum he's brought from last season into this season is so clear. And, I mean, I would put even, you know, nearly guarantee him to get a, a race win this season if he keeps going the way he does, yeah? Oh, for sure. Look, if, if, he, if he goes in every race with the same amount of passion and energy like he did last night, there is no doubt that he'll be a race winner this year. Um, oh, sorry, Cassie, I do need to make sure that they've spelt his name right because Chris, C-H-R-I-S, is that how you spell Theon Greyjoy? From Game of Thrones, because mate, I'm not <laughs> he sure. Looks exactly I'm not like sure. Theon yeah, 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 maybe it's uh, not necessarily a bad thing. Pretty, fa- pretty famous figure there. So, you know. yeah, that's it, mate. That's it. Yeah, I mean, look at the the thing. What happened to uh, Brett was that he got bitten by uh, the slowdown curse at Montreal, which uh, a couple of people got bitten by. Uh, I'm not going to say his name. <coughs> Dane Warren <coughs> got bitten by the slowdown. Not curse. any names. Oh, Dane Warren. Wow, it was. Uh, Almost heartbreaking to see how many se- that he lost. I I sort of tried to figure it out. Figure it out. I think he lost twenty seconds in slowdowns during the race, and I think he finished twenty five seconds behind the leaders. So <laughs> there you go. He would have been in the top five easily. Yeah, sure. Yep. But um, oh, it's just, yeah, look. it's learning, mate. It's like Dane is one. If you see the him driving on track, um, is some of the things. Uh, what would you call him? I want to say the word mistake, but Dane Warren is so ridiculously talented that he'll turn a mistake into a move or he'll turn a mistake into something that looks like it was meant to be. Like He did I it mean, a couple of times at the second chicane yeah, uh, where I was like, oh, no, this is going to be a crash and he pulls off a move. Like what? In that car, which the, the car is an absolute just nightmare to drive and he can do things with it that make it look like it's supposed to be on the, in the chili bowl. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> I think that might move us on to uh, our guest tonight, um, Harry yep. from New Zealand Sim Racing and uh, Mr. Hazza Media himself. Um, Harry, thanks for joining us, mate. Oh, thank you for letting me come on. It's a big pleasure to come on here. Yeah, we were just referencing the, the uh, chili bowl and Dame Warren sideways action at uh, Montreal, but uh, yeah, yeah. hopefully we can, we can chat a little, little bit about that and get away from the whole Scops thing because... Uh, yeah, you seem like you're a man of two two realms. You got the your, your sprint car stuff, and also the hazard media stuff. And 
definitely want to kind of delve in and talk about that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, a bit on my plate. A few things. Yeah. You've got New Zealand Racing, the Miami Racing, and then Hazard Media. So, yeah, there's a few things I do. What? Uh, well, tell us about first your yeah, Hazard Media. If you've been seen around a fair bit, they've been you've done videos for some pretty big teams and um, – uh, not excluding New Zealand Sim Racing, which has a million members. Uh, I think that's yeah. the official count. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one, one in three, one in three Kiwis. I, I, th- I think it's eight point three. Well, welcome to everyone at New Zealand Sim Racing too. Uh, if anyone's listening for the first time or anything, thank you very much for for tuning in, listening to your to your man Hazza. So hopefully we get some um, yeah, some good uh, good uh, follows and of some New Zealand Sim Racing because I mean, Chris, you just said it, mate. That your community, Harry, is it's ridiculous in size like and you kind of i guess run kind of run the show in in a way by having the team set up and getting everyone involved in in not just the new zealand community but over in australia and and the worldwide too yeah what's what's the story mate with new zealand sim racing and the mammoth uh bloody lot you've got over there uh well like we've got a few we've got a team and then we also got a community so with the community you have to we create races so we create series and that has, you know, we have to create formats and do this, make rules and stuff. And then we also got the team side. So you got to organize the whole team, make sure they have skins and everything and make sure they're all happy in the right spot and the right time. So, yeah, I only came on, like, to New Zealand Racing a couple of years ago. I, I I wasn't there from the start, to be honest. I only came in halfway uh, through the R-Factor days and then we were involved to... Um, oh, that's a swear word in this... Yeah, in this, uh, yeah. Sense of that word <laughs> out. Yeah. Keep it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't really say, like saying that word anyway. I don't like our factor. It's, it's oh, it's just uh, <laughs> nightmares. That thing. It's nightmares. Yeah. Well, definitely. You've you've got a huge community. I think what I worked out. So it's not a million. Actually, I, I apologise for that. That was an incorrect fact. It's not quite a million. It's uh, about two and a half thousand people in your yeah. in your community when you combine your two pages and um, like that's a, that's a it speaks volumes. I suppose. But I I'd say, and I think we were chatting a little bit earlier, um, Harry and. Um, I think racing, would you agree that racing is probably the second popular, most popular sport in New Zealand? Yeah, I say so. It definitely comes uh, rugby first and then probably racing. Yeah, we do a lot of racing here. Particularly sprint racing. That's a, I mean, I just noticed there's so many people in the iRacing community, a lot of which are members of New Zealand Sim Racing that do um, the dirt sprint racing. I'm not really an expert on the subject, but uh, maybe you could tell us about. Yeah, we have a few drivers. So we have, um, oh man, we have. Brayton Davison, our, the, the owner of NZSR, he's a midget driver. Um, oh man, like they're, they're, if, you're in the, if, if you're in the community, they're normally either a crew member or they're a driver. Uh, there's Aaron Hodgson, Aaron Humble, uh, Mark Reardon, he's a crew member for BSR Racing. We've got Brad Mosen, uh, Brett Junior Morris, Matt McCutcheon. It, it, it just keeps going and going. There's so many drivers that actually race these cars in real life, so it's kind of cool to have you know, real life drivers come race, you know, the fake thing. <laughs> well, that, that, that is something that I have noticed too, Harry, that in New Zealand with the sim racing scene and your particular setup with New Zealand sim racing, um, compared to Australia or other places in the world, I don't get this kind of gamer vibe of your community as much so as um, other communities. Like, like you said, so many of the guys are actually real world racers and quite – um, staunch about their racing and I think that obviously would translate into the sim as well but um, yeah I, d- I definitely don't get a kind of um, you know in inverted commas coming from a video game 
type of background where, where with your with your guys it seems yeah. like a real hardcore racer type of environment which is totally cool man you know it's good to bring that into the scene yeah definitely we've got a few like we've also got shane makers and he always comes out and races with us Who, like, who's that who's that who? sorry shane van what <laughs> shane van is <laughs> I don't know who that is. We'll, we'll Google it later, Cassie. We'll find. Oh uh, well, look <clears throat> how many. I've got to say that guy is, and you've got to say hats off to that guy. He is in every community known to man. He yeah. drives absolutely everything. Yeah. Um, he is a man that was born to race, and that's what he does. Whether it's um, in real life, in you know GT threes, dirt cars, whatever, whatever he feels like driving on the day. Obviously, supercars, um, but. Does the same in sim sim racing. How often do you see him on? Like, yeah. He's and the annoying thing is, he's good at all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, a, he's just so fast. fast. Oh, man, he came. He's a born racer. Oh, definitely. Like, I I don't know how he does. He just dumps it in a car that he's never driven before. You know, he just he's good at it. Like, I remember like a long time ago, I was doing a wingless sprint cars, and like he qualified at the back of the like the pack, like, and then came the feature time. He was at the back of the pack. It was like the last five laps, and I'm leading this race. And then, yep, last five laps, I just see him come in front of me and pass me and <laughs> gone. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, Sam, what happened? <laughs> He's just one hand on the. I can just imagine him one hand on the steering wheel, waving like as as he passes yeah, you. Basically, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he just he like he, he you know he's a bit rough at the start, but like. Once you give him a few laps, say he just picks it up and he's gone. And you see, you've seen him do that in real life. He does, he does that when, uh, for example, Triple Eight will be talking about how bad their setup is, and then next minute Van Gisbergen only qualifies, I don't know, seventeenth, which we've seen a couple of times, and then next minute he's on the podium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just Barbagello. gets used to what he's given. I remember yeah. Barbagello last year? I think he was like twentieth or something, or eighteenth. <sighs> he started. That's yeah. Look, you can name every track, every track on the circuit, and he's just one of those drivers that can just go through the field once he gets used to it. Well, speaking of SVG, speaking of SVG, um, <laughs> and his driving, and you say he jumps into plenty of different cars. One of the different um, series, or I guess the type of race uh, things that he does, would be drifting, and that's like really big in NZ compared yeah. to over here in Australia yeah. for sure. Like I've seen him in plenty of different drift cars, even that Holden one they made up. But over there for you guys, is it just a matter of just getting like an old unregistered kind of, uh, you know, something Japanese? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Just, on it. Yeah, get something, you know, put a, put a bucket seat in it, go out to the, the days. Like, because there's so many, like, especially in Auckland, there's like, you got Mary Mary Raceway that have a drift park that basically, like, most weekends, like, you can go there, pay an entry fee, you can go drift whatever you want. Um, and then you also got down at Hampton Down. Hampton Down's you got Mad Mike who just puts on Drift Day Zero as well, like every like month or so when he's home. But like, yeah, there's just so much access to like tracks and stuff, so you can just get anything you want, put it on the track. It kind of reminds me of um, like the community where if you were into like uh, what RC cars, you know, like fuel cars, and you just yeah. go to the store, you build your car up, you go down to the park and just get a bit of a meet up. And get, get some RC cars onto a track. The same type of relaxed vibe, I, I guess, that I can uh, sense for you guys over in NZ. We certainly don't have that type of access to racing over here in the same way. Yeah. It's not the same kind of thing. You really we probably like- have the same amount of circuits as you guys, but you guys are about fifteen times smaller. So yeah. <laughs> you guys are always close to a racetrack. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was lucky enough to come over to Sydney and um go to the World Time Attack. Oh yeah, and go watch that. AC Creek. 
Eastern Creek. That was cool. That was a cool little um, thing to do. Well, next time you do so, make sure you hit us up. So oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Have a brewski. Oh, do for a sure. Live podcast. Yeah. Live. <laughs> no, that'd, be, that'd be awesome. We got so many people around Sydney. So if anyone else is listening in Sydney, drop us a line and let us know because we're trying to organise a bit of a meetup, aren't we, Cassie? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Sydney iRacing meetup. That'd be awesome. Yeah, there'd be some scary, scary individuals turn up, I think. Uh, JC, you're going to turn up in person, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, very, very no, scary. It should be good fun. No. Yeah, so over to your um, media stuff, Haz. Um, so tell us a little bit about Haz and Media, how you got started and, um, you know, what, what exactly you um, uh, get involved with there. Um, so kind of like, I think how I started was I just, like, one of my friends had like a DSLR camera and just kind of just picked that up and kind of was intrigued by it, kind of liked what, like, you know, filming stuff, taking photos and stuff, and, you know, I started filming a lot of things and, you know, making videos and, you know, like, just creating, I got really, really involved in it, and then I had, like, uh, my brother, my brother's friend did drifting, <laughs> and um, so I started filming him and stuff, got really into motorsports, and then that kind of one thing to another, got into Speedway, started filming Speedway, and it kind of just kept growing and growing. I was buying more gear, I was, you know, you know getting more jobs, I, was, I started getting jobs, getting paid for stuff, and, you know, one thing led to another. I had, like, has media, had, you know, websites, I had clients, and you know, I was doing heaps of jobs and stuff, so it was kind of fun. So you mainly, um, so through the sim racing platform, you've done some stuff as well, Um uh, through, I think you've done some videos for Redback Racing and, and the like, and obviously for New Zealand Sim Racing. Yeah, so I've done stuff for Redback Racing. Um, uh, who else have I done? Uh, yeah, our team, and then also like just I think I did a few like little jobs for other people, but kind of backed up at the moment, kind of <laughs> um, just focusing on life at the moment <laughs> on Speedway and stuff. So once Speedway is done, I think I'll be <laughs> yeah. back into it. <laughs> Because the more um, we hype up and pump your uh, media kind of business, everyone's going to start contacting you. So a bit of a disclaimer, Harry's not available for like uh, a couple of weeks. Just just, yeah. just relax. Because <laughs> I know personally people who have, have been trying to knock on your door and get stuff done like on a, on a very quick turnaround and you've got, you're so backed up at the moment with, with work. So you might have to start employing some people. I know our um, other co-host, Matthew <laughs> Norris, is trying to get into video editing too. Yeah. But, uh, he might not be very good though. That's the only thing. You have to pay him like five bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that. I don't, I don't know if that's legal in New Zealand, but anyway. <laughs> nah, it's not. It's not now anyway. Yeah. No, they pay the, they pay it's a barter system with woolen jumpers and clothes. <laughs> so oh, there we go. It's the first one. <laughs> Is that the first New Zealand joke of the night? It's the yeah. first We've waited one. We've 20, 20 minutes. minutes. That's, yeah. that's shocking. Oh, far out. We'll just have like a little tally in like a corner thing. <laughs> How many yeah. New Zealand jokes? <laughs> yeah, that was that was our joke, and now has like, at some point you got to knock one in there too. Yeah, Go tit for tat. Hopefully, I'll probably I won't probably say one. <laughs> too nervous. <laughs> oh dear. But uh, that the media stuff you've done. The first video I ever saw of yours was the red back one where they introduced the LeBlanc. So the LeBlanc livery with that orange kind of look to it. I think it was around when Richard Hamstead started uh, doing stuff with yeah. with uh, red back. And that video really blew me away, man. I mean, the the quality of the shots that you chose, it it showed me that you have a very uh, detailed understanding of cinematography as well as the actual technical means. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people with, say, Adobe Premiere or whatever and 
can just go to an iRacing replay. And there are really good creators out there in our community for sure. There's, there's quite a few. But um, anyone can just get on iRacing, save a replay, go and look at some camera angles, put on you know the TV camera or whatever, press record, stick it in a premiere and that's a video. But you are very much um, you know part of this uh, very creative with the way that you choose your shots and, and the videos are not just your run-of-the-mill video. They're very high quality. So yeah, good on you, man. And, and hopefully you get some space to do some more work because with your kind of work, um, it can only grow our you know, iRacing slash sim racing um, community to have more credibility. So I hope more people can step up and maybe even look at some of the work you've done to try and get some ideas too so we can get this growing because you, yeah, like I say, hands down, your work is, is very, very good. Mate. Yeah, thank you. So did you did you study this kind of stuff to get uh, you know the, the knowledge you have with these kind of shots and the editing um, and everything? I kind of did. So like the first couple of years, like, it was all self-taught. So like everything, so Photoshop and Premiere Pro was all self-taught. But um, not last year, but the year before, I did a diploma in digital media and design. So that was more uh, so like it was like animation and like, you know, stuff like I kind of when I did it, I kind of knew all the Premiere Pro stuff. But, uh, you know, I you don't know everything. So I got to learn a few more things. So that kind of helped me out. Um, but yeah, like uh, that's really it. Just mostly self-taught, though, to be honest. Oh, well, that's the secret then, JC. Maybe you need to uh, head off to... No, I'm joking, JC. Stop. You've got to- <laughs> stop, stop relying on YouTube search searches. How to make oh. a sick video. I just searched that. Uh, no, I've done a bit of that, a bit of that as well, but not, <laughs> totally. not sick video, more more specific things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How to make Chris Cassie's car look like it goes faster. No, I haven't found that one yet. I can't find that. Oh, that's easy. You just right-click it and go duration speed and you just turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just fast forward. No, my, car, my car always looks fast. It's just, um, unfortunately, the person yeah. behind the driver's seat. Just yeah, doesn't I was live about up to say that. Yeah. Get a better driver. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chris Kessie. Yeah, mate, that's that's great though. With with uh, well, it's kind of it is great, but it's also not great that you're so backed up because yeah. What? <laughs> well, I'm gonna just like maybe you got to start charging more, mate. That's 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 the key. <laughs> that's the key. When you yep, start getting backed up, mate. Model. Yeah, turn people yep. away, you know. <laughs> so I have less work. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Nah. You gotta stop. Tur- you gotta start turning down those one dollar offers, as a. Yeah, yeah. I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean my promo video is gonna cost ten grand? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it's, kinda, it's so hard to like, you know, like, kind of like, how much you wanna like charge someone? Because, like, I don't know, like, because I know how to, how much to charge people in like you know, real life. Because you know. I, I speak to other photographers and videographers on, you know, how much do you charge for, like, the, you know, this kind of work and stuff. But when I came to iRacing, you know, no one did this stuff and, like, only, not, like, only a few people, but, you know, no one that I knew. So I was like, oh, my gosh, like, how do I, how much do I charge these people? And I was like, I don't want to charge them, like, full price because, you know, that's expensive. Well, the other the other thing, yeah, though, you got to gotta keep got to keep positive mind about it, has because let me tell you, sim racing is definitely coming a oh, long yeah, way. Um, yeah. It is growing massively. You said that the, the – and we've talked about this a couple of podcasts ago, but about how much money is now being put into some of these series. Um, it, it is definitely growing to a point where legit money is going to be required for sponsorships, it's going to be required for, for media stuff to be done. And, um, yeah, it's definitely become a lot more reputable in the 
last uh, 12 months. And, mate, I would definitely keep my keep my head down because, I mean, we're this, the community needs people like you. I know that there's a few out there. You know, you've got Sam Blacklock as well working on vis- on photo stuff. Um, and, look, there's definitely room for people to get involved in this kind of area. And, and mm. with someone with your expertise, mate, um, yeah, we're definitely looking forward to seeing uh, if you can get some of those backlogs out of the way and hopefully, uh, you know, help grow the community. Yeah, I kind of like when I go and like charge people how much I kind of undercut myself because I want the person to have the video because I know there's not really many people out there that do my job and you know if I do a good job they normally come back. So and you never know exactly what phase. Well, I mean sometimes it's it's difficult anyway to tell what phase you're in as far as wanting the uh, exposure versus the yeah. you know what uh, price or value you put on yourself because. We're in a phase of sim racing where everything is growing. So more exposure is better for the future. But at some point, you have to um, put a value on yourself too. But um, there are so many different extremities of, uh, of people in the community of, say, a video for a, you know, just a standard team run by some young blokes who think that you know, 20 bucks a video is like, you know, that's pretty, <laughs> that's a great, you know, go. But then... I always, I always think that maybe the best and most, obviously the most ethic, ethical way to do it is just look at exactly who your client is. Yeah. For someone like Kessie or me and we're just super poor, 50 yeah. bucks a video is fine. <laughs> but then if you deal with Jamie Goodnight, that same video is two grand. That's exactly the most ethical way you can do yeah. it, I believe. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that's how I kind of look at it. You just look at the person and you're like, oh, so. Yeah. You've got to read how much is in your bank account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very uh, old-fashioned style of selling. <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. That 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 definitely was uh was a joke. We charge you five grand for that video, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five point five actually. Yeah, yeah. GSC. Okay, yeah. yeah, we've we've uh, we've got the GSC over here too, has it? No, New Zealand. It's twenty percent, I believe. Oh, heavy. It's a lot wow. higher over there than it is here. Well, well, 15 percent. 15, 15 yeah, it's fifteen. Tax, yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah GST so, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, fifteen percent. So why do you guys all move over here? I don't understand. I don't know, right? probably because it's hotter and bigger. I don't know. Probably you guys have the V8 Supercar Series, probably. True, true. We do have Pukekoe, but yeah. We've got, I've met up with a- Just Pookie. Pookie. Just Pookie. Oh, is that, is that it? Just Pookie? Oh, yeah, just Pookie. It's not really a great okay. track, to be honest. Oh, it's a good track, but the facility. Yeah. Are, you, are you close to Pukekoe? Do you get a chance to go yep. out there? Yeah, I, I actually went to the um, the race there. I actually got hired for a job there, so I got oh, all awesome. three days, a, all free for me. Um, so oh, that was, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's great. I'm only 40 minutes from there, so not that far. That's awesome. That's like, so you must live at the bottom of the North Island then. There's 40 minutes. It's only a short trek up to Auckland, isn't it? No, I'm in Auckland. It's like 40 minutes from Auckland. I'm, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> oh. He's like, yeah, you have to stroll up the entire island in, in an afternoon. Yeah. It was a bad dad joke about how small New Zealand is. <laughs> it went straight through me, eh? <laughs> Sorry to no, I, did, that I joke. didn't get it either, Harry. Don't worry. I didn't understand that one. Chris, why don't you just read off the list of the New Zealand jokes uh, instead of trying to freestyle oh, them all? You should have gone like a little bit more further than bottom of the North Island. You should have been like bottom of the South Island. So. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> then I would have got it. Um, I once had this girlfriend from the South Island of New Zealand and we broke up. And it was a really uh, sad moment in time. I was like, look, we just let's just be cousins again. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But uh, look, Harry, Harry, tell us about about your um 
Yeah. That's two in the bag for us, mate. I haven't heard an Aussie joke come back yet. A two so and a half of Kissy's one. <laughs> oh, that was a, yeah, that was a quarter. A two and a quarter, yeah. <laughs> so, Hazza, tell us about your, your, some of your guys over there um, in New Zealand Sim Racing who are maybe having a run in the supercar because our podcast is kind of kind of catered towards uh, the Scops um, supercar kind of community, I guess, although love to talk about everything else with you too. But you've got quite a few guys who are giving it a run, such as Kane Hewson, um, Perkins as well. Um, what's the Dion situation? Peters. Oh yeah, it's Jamie Stovall. There's quite a yeah. quite a few guys in the supercar are pretty pretty fast. Um, yeah. Are you guys concentrating on that for this year? Well, you know, I, I try to keep up with all of them because that that chat just goes off. Like you know, I come back there's like 300 new messages and someone's doing something. But from <laughs> as far as I know, <laughs> I know Kane and Diana and Lance are on the scops, so they're all in the scops, um, focusing on that. Um, I'm pretty sure Jamie is doing scops as well, but I know. The rest of them, so David Sarden, um, who else is there? Jeremy Thorpe, um, Mark Riodine, uh, I think Josh. Oh, I think jo- Josh Andrews does all the open wheel stuff, but I think he does. I think he wants to do a bit of scops, um, but the rest of them do dev and everything like that. But yeah. That's really all I know. Hey, well, I gotta it? say, I gotta say, I can I can give you a little bit of an insight. So I I have a I'm on pretty good talking terms with Kane Hewson, and he uh, was kind of the one of the guys who lit up the team when it comes to road racing. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Really, really put a, a lot of effort into it. And New Zealand sim racing, I've got to say, in in six months, I believe it would, would have been, um, they've come leaps and bounds when it comes to the supercar specifically. Um, they had at one stage uh, Kane and and David Sanford, and that was pretty much it. Um, when it comes to, you know, competing in, on the Scops level. And, um, yeah, I mean, D- David's doing his own thing now. Still definitely a part of the New Zealand team racing community. Um, I wanted to ask Harry about the your outcast, illegitimate child, David Sanford. What's, <laughs> what's happening now? <laughs> oh, you know, buddy David. <laughs> no, come over to our, came over to our team, you know. Got our sponsorship, you know. Got a new wheel, and then he bugged off. <laughs> it's like it's like all the other New Zealanders who move over to Bondi Beach in Sydney. It's like David it did in the sim world. He virtually moved to Australia. <laughs> That's exactly it. The best thing today. <laughs> nah, da- David's a great guy. He's a great guy. He lives in yeah, um. Yeah. He lives in Hamilton. <laughs> I don't know why he lives in Hamilton. No, he's a great oh, guy. Oh look, he's a he's a big part of the um. The sim racing community. I know he supports a couple of the teams out there with his um with his company, uh, Alpha Finance. I think it's called. Yeah. Yep. Um. And yeah, he's an all around good bloke. But um. Yeah. Look, I I, I really want to say that, um, congratulations to you guys because in the last six months, you guys have uh, on from a road standpoint, you guys have always been competitive on the dirt stuff. But from a road standpoint, Kane and Lance and um you guys at New Zealand Sim Racing have definitely come leaps and bounds bounds, and it's actually good to see. I mean, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you a little bit of a story. So yesterday um, in the split two race, uh, I, I think it was Dion Peters uh, may or may not have sent it a little bit too far on corner one, <laughs> but uh, he did the right thing and moved out of the way. He So coming into the first corner at, at uh, Montreal, uh, everyone's going relatively slow. And next minute I see this New Zealand sim racing car just go flying past and boom. I'm like, oh, he missed his braking marker. <laughs> but I've got to say, like, that, um, they've definitely come leaks and bounds. Um, hopefully we can see uh, a couple more uh, split one 
appearances. I'm guessing if I was to pick a couple of drivers, Kane and Lance uh, would yeah. be the ones to pick. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah look, br- bring it on, mate. Bring it on. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to speak to Dion tomorrow eh, about that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't know. I don't know for sure if it was Dion. It could have been Kane or it could have been uh, Lance. Or who knows? But oh, no, it's so good. <laughs> it was, I, I know it was just this nice looking New Zealand sim racing livery that just. Oh, the livery is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Always, always. Got to thank thank Ryan for that. Oh, okay. Ro- Ryan who? Sorry. Harris. Ryan Harris. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan Harris. <laughs> he did TTL skins. Ah, okay. Yep. Oh, no, great, he did. Man. Okay, we yep. were finding out who that was. We were trying to figure out who that was. That's good. Um, well, maybe, Harry, just um, as, you know, moving on to some more videos talk, uh, Cassie and I just put these, and Norrie too, Matthew Norris, put our faces on some videos to build up for Scops, and it's something that we kind of took a bit of a dive into and not sure how it worked out, but we had a pretty good response from everyone, which was good. Yeah. But, um, what effects and special effects can you make us look better? Because we're seriously look like a bunch of morons <laughs> on a white screen. Yeah. What well, advice maybe, have you got? Maybe just Makeup? the blur. Like so a blur, the- blur feature. <laughs> From what you told me, you said you got, we got a free program off Google or something. I don't know. Well, yeah. yeah. Free program. From, we're running at the high budget stuff at the moment. To, yeah. to be yeah, honest, from, yeah. from what you told me, you actually did. A bloody brilliant job, to be honest, from what you had, from the resources you had. The only thing I could say is lighting. So you could see all the green around your hands. You know, I like know. That, that's, not I a, know. That's, that's one picky thing. You I know, have. we'll get rid of that this week. We figured yeah. it out after we finished. Yeah. But all you got to do is just like go on YouTube and just look up how to green screen. <laughs> how, to, how to green screen good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just like how to set up lighting. Cause it's, cause honestly, like I, cause I did green screen and stuff and it is hard to like set up the lighting and everything for a green screen. Cause there is a lot of reflection off it onto yourself and everything like that. Well, so, I got to say, with our $50 budget, we did a decent oh, job. Oh, yeah, you, you did a brilliant <laughs> job, to be honest. I'm pretty sure the <laughs> – thanks, Harry. Uh, pretty sure that our podcast or show financer, Matthew Norris, did extend that budget into the $120, I believe. So Yeah, and it was all on baking was paper, wasn't it? Baking paper, 150-watt uh, <laughs> night workers' lights and a <laughs> shitty five-year-old Logitech webcam. So – and and a good old bucket of twenty five uh, twenty five dollar green paint on the wall. We pretty much redecorated uh, Kessie's walls. So. Yeah, I, I've got to start charging rent. By the way, far out. All right. Well, I think we uh, we've gone off on a bit of a chan- tangent then. So uh, I think we might uh, give it a give it a give it a bit of an ending now, JC. Um, Harry, mate. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us um, on the Flat Chat Podcast. Um, have you got anyone you want to thank? Any sponsors? Any teammates, etc. Oh, I have to get them up now. I've got them all. <laughs> no, I just like to thank uh, Speed Nation. Um, uh, definitely Speed Nation. Uh, uh, CT Designs. Your um, uh, Ryan Harris's company. Oh my gosh, I've got his. Um, Trustmaster Next Level. Um, and that's right, yeah. Oh, Alpha Finance um, as well. Um, and also got to thank David for, uh, Brayton for letting me actually become part of NZSR all, all that time ago. So, yeah, that's really it. I has it before you go. Um, just want to let you know about this bloke that we just heard about over in New Zealand. Um, he is known to have, I think he's, he's had over a thousand lovers in his lifetime. And he is known as the New Zealand's Casanova. 
but most of all, a damn good shepherd. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we might leave it there. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on the Fight Chat Podcast. (laughs) Sorry. Apologies.